You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of The Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Mish. And today, we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Jasmine. So Jasmine is 24 years old and has been officially single for about five years now. She does social media marketing for work and has been living in LA for the last two years. She's a Sagittarius and is super into spirituality being mostly vegan and activism. Wow. Well, it's great to have you on the show, Jasmine. How's it going? Hi, good. Thanks for having me. I, that bio was so funny. I'm like hearing it back. <laughs> but, I love it. Uh, I love I love the single for five years part. So that's oh my uh, god, yeah, yeah. My that's life. Mm, that's that's kind of impressive. Is are you having fun as a single? Like, how, w- you know, is it something that you know is by or is choice it or is just by circumstance? Dating in LA is non-existent. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm 24. So my last relationship was like my high school sweetheart. So once I left for college, I. I don't know. Dating around was interesting. I definitely was trying to, you know, find a boyfriend or whatever during college. But looking back now, I wish I like didn't try as hard because it's just such a good time to like get to know who you are. And like everyone is so not really like a mature place for a relationship. So yeah, it's been good. And I've, you know, obviously had like things with people and was dating casually and whatnot. But yeah, it's been it's been fun, honestly. Like I definitely wouldn't trade it because I've like feel like I've grown so much as a person in that time, you know? Yeah. And then what's what's your favorite part about being single and, and dating around? Oh my God. I think honestly, just like the time that you have to like put to yourself, you know, if, cause I know for me, if I'm in a relationship, I'm like all in. So if you're single, you're like, okay, well, I guess I have to focus on my career and like fulfill myself in other ways and focus on my friendships and stuff like that. So I think it really is that part. It really just forces you to just go on your own and make sure that you're happy by yourself. And then, uh, so what do you do when you have needs? Do you have like, you know, some, <laughs> some booty calls? Do you have some FWBs? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what? It's, it's interesting. I like definitely like dabbled in that kind of in the last few years, but I don't know. It's so complicated because it's like, if you are friends with that person, like then feelings get involved. And then for me, if I like, am not friends with them, then that means I probably don't really like them as a person that much. Mm. So it's like, it could be fun for a little bit, but after a while, like I get over it and I'm just kind of like, I don't know. It's really interesting. Like I'll go in my phases, but I've kind of learned like for me, it doesn't make me as happy as I think it will to just like be casual with someone like that. So at least right now I'm kind of just like making sure it's good for the soul too, as well as the body, if that makes sense. So it's not just like a fun one night stand. Like, how am I going to feel the next day? Am I going to be like happy? Am I going to, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that. Like what, what brings the most fulfillment for you in a connection with somebody else? Yeah, I think it's just really, I love connecting with people in like so many different ways. And it's just interesting because I feel like if you're going out in the LA dating scene, there can be like such a front. So actually getting to know someone is really tricky. And then if you do have a connection with someone, 
there's a large chance that you're probably not going to see them again or they're not going to want to get involved or they're like, oh, I'm not looking for a relationship, you know, and which is fine. But if there is that emotional connection, sometimes people tend to like want to separate from that. So yeah, it definitely yeah. is tricky. If there was a way for me to kind of like feel like I really do vibe with someone and not have a relationship, I'd be super down. But Have you, have you yeah. come across like, you know, like ever kind of, you were, thought you were dating a guy, like he was kind of giving off all the signs of a relationship. And then when it kind of came down to talking about it, he was just like, no, we're not dating or no, we're not in a relationship. Has that happened? A hundred percent. And, but I have learned that like 99% of the time they tell you and you just either listen or you don't listen. So a lot of times I've like really liked someone and they're like, oh, like, I don't want a relationship, but like, you're really cool. And like all your brain hears is, oh my God, he thinks I'm really cool. So yeah. like, <laughs> you stay in something for way too long and you try to take like their signs as their words. But at the end of the day, it's like most of the time they've been open to you about like what they actually want. So that's, what's really tricky. So I look back and I'm like, oh my God, like I was so stupid thinking that I could like turn something around or turn something more serious when at the end of the day, they told me up front, you know? That's actually very interesting. And it's something that you don't hear a lot from women. I think that idea that their signs are there mm. and it's just a matter of, you have to learn how to read it. Right, Do you think right. that's because um, maybe people are putting their own motives on mm. what they're hearing, like a selective hearing type thing, or is For it sure. just that men and women are speaking different languages. Like what, what, what do you think that really is? I think it's tricky because I think once emotions are involved, all logic goes out the window. Like it's kind of funny because you'll see that when you're talking to your friends and maybe they're in a relationship and you're like, how are you not seeing the situation for what it is? You want to like shake your friend, but they're so in the emotion that they can't see it for what it is. So I think a lot of times too, people are scared to ask the questions that are going to give them those answers because they feel too good in what's happening and they are scared to get an answer that they don't want. So for me, I've like tried to just be aggressively like communicative if like mm. it's that situation, because at the end of the day, it's like, you're going to just be wasting your own time. If it is something serious that you want, you need to like bring it up because otherwise there's going to be confusion and feelings hurt. And yeah. Why else yeah. invest the time when you're unsure? And, Exactly. And I just kind of see it as, you know, if you really are looking for something serious, then you need to just mentally cross it off your list and not kind of put more time and energy into someone who like will probably never get there. You know, you can't really like trick someone into being with you most mm. of the time, you know? Very mm. true. Yeah. Earlier, Jasmine, you mentioned something about, you know, this, this idea that you would love to find a casual, but still connected sort of mm -hmm. relationship. I wonder, can you paint us a picture of, you know, maybe why that is like, what, what, what about that type of, uh, relationship really draws you in and, and how can you see yourself enjoying that? If it's, if that's your ideal sort of relationship, mm -hmm. what about that really makes it so special? Well, it's interesting because I feel like a lot of times we kind of say like, oh yeah, like that would be great, but it's, we're kind of masking like what we actually want. So I know like right now in my life, I would like a serious relationship, but you, especially dating in LA, you have to kind of, sometimes you feel like you have to settle for like the next best thing. So it's like, if that next best thing was that kind of casual, but connected relationship that still allows both people to be really independent, that would be great. But 
again, that's extremely difficult to come by because, you know, many people are just on very different pages about it. So yeah, it's tricky, but I definitely do think those are good because it still forces you to have that independence and have your separate lives and just focus on you and not kind of put all your energy into that other person. Well said, beautiful. (laughs) So I'd love to shift gears a little bit and talk about how you typically attract and, and meet new people and, you know, and just that process for, yeah, yeah, for bringing new people into your life and then escalating that to a romantic level or a sexual Mm. level. Like, so start from the beginning here. What's your typical process for meeting new people? Are you online? Do you go to bars? Do you just like wear a mini skirt and walk down the street? (laughs) (laughs) That would not be very safe sometimes, but no, um, I'm on a bunch of dating apps and I've done that for years now, but it's just like, with the amount of horrifying experiences I've had from these apps, you would think I've like deleted them all, but for some reason I still have like a shred of hope I can meet someone cool through this. But yeah, it's interesting because I feel like I have like my core group of friends that I'll go out with like girls and guys. And I don't feel like I'm meeting people I'm very aligned with. It's difficult when you're trying to meet people by going out at night to bars. And especially in LA, like a lot of the scenes are just in Hollywood, West Hollywood, everyone is just really focused on being seen and, you know, mingling and that kind of vibe. But I feel like it's really rare for me to meet someone that I actually have anything in common with when I'm, you know, out at night. And honestly, you can't even like talk to each other. It's so loud and everyone's hammered. So that's why I like turn to dating apps because I always thought that I wanted to meet people outside of my circle. But a lot of the times I feel like just, I've had horrible experiences with dating apps and, um, what was yeah, the last it is one? Really tricky. Oh my God. Do you want to hear some stories? I actually have yes. a whole notes app in my phone of <laughs> stories for, from specifically hinge and it is, <laughs> Let's hear yeah. it's like, okay, I'll just tell one that was pretty iconic. So I actually was supposed to go and get drinks with this guy. And I looked at his profile. He seemed really cool. He seemed like a very social dude. And I was like, you know what? I just want someone fun tonight. Like just to like, whatever, have a fun night with. And I was with one of my good friends at the time. And she was like, wait, I was supposed to go on a date too. Do you want to like make it a double date, even though they don't know each other? I'm like, yes, that sounds great. Because we honestly just wanted to hang out with each other. We didn't really want to like go on these dates, but we're like, all right, let's like not be a flake and we'll just go through. So we go there and of course the guy she's with is like perfect and beautiful and like a great guy. My guy shows up and right off the bat, he's so nervous. Like this man is like, and also he was like very overdressed and I was like, okay, but I can like talk to a wall. So I'm like, you know what? We're going to make this a fun night, whatever. It's fine. And he proceeds to get so drunk Like this man is ordering double bourbon after double bourbon to the point where our server was like, yeah, you already ordered that. It's on the way. And he he was just hammered. And in the meantime, he was like, do you like me? Like, is this going okay? Like, I'm so nervous. You're so pretty. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Like, do you, are you attracted to me? And I was getting so annoyed with this man. I was like, you know what? I don't know if I'm attracted to you, to be honest. Like, this is such a mess. And he just like, it was just like sweaty, drunk boy vibes. And I'm like, and then meanwhile, my friend and her date are like making out. I'm like, sick, love that. Oh. <laughs> and finally, he's like, decides he needs to go home. So he like gets up and like stumbles away. Like he fully almost fell down. And we're all sitting there in disbelief. We're like, did that just happen? 
And then we realized we're like, he did not pay for any of his things. Oh. And he just left us with the tab. And I was like, I am not. Oh my God. It was such a nightmare. So immediately he texts me. He's like, Hey, it was great to meet you. And I was like, yeah, you owe me like $50. Like this is my Venmo. <laughs> I was like, hell no. So that was just one. And I'm just like, why do I keep going when that is like an average experience for me sometimes? Like I'll meet some cool people on dating apps, but a lot of the times it's like, why? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> that's so, that's so, uh, what a cool story. I mean, like at, <laughs> it sucks to be in it and, you know, to, yeah. to have to shell out whatever 70 bucks for, <laughs> for four of his bourbons. I, yeah. I, I still think it's now you have this really incredible story to share. So oh my God. totally I worth have- it. Yeah, I have so the stories go for days. That is just like one of the many. Like it's bad. But. Yeah. All right. Well, on the flip side of that, do you have a story of maybe one of the hottest, most delicious meetups <laughs> that you've ever had? So maybe it's your other first date, or or you met somebody at walking down an Italian marketplace, and they just took your breath away, and you had a wonderful date. I'm like, my mind is blank. I'm like, I'm trying to think of something that didn't end horribly. I mean, it's interesting <laughs> because a lot of um, a lot of the people I meet, like new, it usually doesn't go well, but, um, a lot of the people I actually seriously start seeing and like actually have a genuine connection with are usually people I've like already known or like I'm good friends with. So a lot of, I always joke that I like always, I'm like dating my guy friends because like, that's usually where something organic will happen. And usually when I'm meeting people kind of like new, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't normally end as well, especially in LA. It's like really difficult. Like yeah. I'll have a good experience. And I'll meet someone. It'll go really well. And then I literally find out they're like engaged. I'm like, okay. Like it's just, there's always something. It's just, I don't know. I have like crazy luck with this kind of stuff, but. Have you ever traveled to, to meet someone? Cause it sounds like you have a few times, like the LA scene is kind of like uh, yeah. <laughs> a, a hurdle for you. I, yeah, I wonder if you ever get on the road and yeah. I met this one man who like actually took my breath away and we like had this in so basically we saw each other in public and we had this like crazy connection like at a restaurant just like staring at each other and I was like this man looks so familiar I just like couldn't put, put couldn't put my finger on it I was like was he on tv like I can't tell and then we had this crazy connection and then later that day I saw him on hinge and he liked me and I was like oh my god and so we started talking and it's so funny. I actually applied to work at his company like a year before. And that's why he looked familiar. And I was like, well, I didn't get the job. So maybe we can <laughs> go out. But he, oh, wow. so he lives in Boston. And so he doesn't live in LA. And that's why I'm like, this is like my, all of my friends, are like he's the best candidate of all of them. I'm like, yeah. And he doesn't even live here. Like, I'm like, please move to LA. Like, <laughs> you're one of the only good ones. Like, yeah. <laughs> That is so wild. Uh, beautiful. Okay. So let's just shift gears and just talk a little bit about what's your typical process for going from stranger first date, maybe to feeling comfortable enough to yeah. go home and take your clothes off together. Like what, yeah. what's that? What does that uh, look like? God, it's so tricky. I'm thinking back sometimes it's like, I feel like it usually goes either two ways. There's, yeah, there's like two ways this can go. And it depends on the guy. If the guy is like kind of like a player. So I change my strategy depending on the type of guy. So if the guy is a player, 
I, um, I will like definitely play hard to get because I'm like, this guy always has everyone wrapped around their finger. I don't want to be a part of that. Like if he really wants it, like he can work hard for it. And so I'll definitely play hard to get, but if it's like a nicer guy, I don't mind like being a little bit more forward and like being able to explore that more. But what happens with the nice guy is that I give it a chance and then something will happen. Maybe we'll hook up or maybe like we'll go out for a couple of dates and then all my friends will be like, Oh my God, he's so great. Yay. I'm so excited. You finally like have a good one. And I'll be like, I'm just not into it. I don't know what it is. I just like, I'm going to have to break up with him and make him sad. Cause he really thought this was going somewhere. And I'm just like, Oh, I don't know. And it's you're not disease. feeling it. You're not feeling yeah. it though. You exactly. know, I've totally exactly. been through that where I just had like someone who was above and beyond and did everything right. But like, yep. I didn't feel that spiritual connection I guess you could say a hundred percent important to have a hundred percent so yeah that's what's been tricky because I'm like I'll look back and I was like god he was so nice to me why did I end that but then yeah like you said at the end of the day it's like if you don't because for me I'm like all or nothing I'm either a hundred percent I can like see myself marrying you tomorrow or I don't want to hang out you know so that's what's hard. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so as a single girl, you know, and, and I'm sure you have a lot of friends that are couples and you're hanging out and, and like you, you know, you're on the date with the other couples and they're making out and you, and you have to right. clean up after double bourbon. What, <laughs> what are some of the annoying habits or ticks or something that, that other couples do that you find irritating? You know, it's actually interesting because as a single, when you've been single for so long, you really notice a pattern. If one of your friends gets in a new relationship, you will like never see them again. And so I find that to be kind of frustrating because again, it's, and I get it when you're so in love, I like want my friends to focus on that. I think it's beautiful and like, go for it. You've been waiting for someone enjoy, but it is hard when your friend gets into a new relationship and then you like your friendship goes out the window until like one day they're fighting with a boyfriend and you're like, Oh, okay. That's why you called me. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that kind of thing can be really frustrating for single people. Cause you're like, I want to be friends with you, but you're just kind of like off in your own world. But again, it's like, I get it. So nice. So as we're working towards wrapping up here, I'd love to just chat a little bit about maybe some of the fetishes or things that you would like to experience, you know, either before you meet somebody that you, you want to have like a committed relationship or just, is there anything that you've thought like, Ooh, this would be fun to try. I mean, it's interesting. I like very recently, like came to terms with like being bisexual. And so I've started dating women as well recently, which is like a whole other ballpark. So it's interesting because I still am dating both girls and guys. And so I feel like if the perfect person came along, I feel like there's still more figuring out I need to do. And I do definitely want to like date girls more and like, see what that's like before maybe like even, I don't know, just seeing like where I'm at because it's still so new to me. So I feel like that's kind of like where my head's at, like a new venture venture. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever done like a swing thing? No, no. No, I see. It's funny. Cause like, I've never, I'm not in those type of situations a lot. I feel like again, like, especially if I'm like either dating, like someone who I've been friends with for a long time, or it's more like one night stand, never really see them again. It's not really like, Oh, like this, let's try this together. You know, I haven't really had that yet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. And now that we're sort of, uh, moving on towards the end of the show here, what is some advice that you would give yourself or 
you know, another person that is maybe in your situation, either just at a point where they're dating around, maybe not meeting somebody that, you know, they, they really feel strongly about, um, what's the advice that you would give them to just a feel good about the direction that they're going or, or B make some adjustments in order to, to have a little more success. Right. I would say definitely focus on yourself and make yourself happy and put your like time and energy into work and like your female friendships if you can, because once you realize you're happy on your own, you're going to be so much more selective and have such higher standards for the people that you date. And you're probably more likely to end up meeting someone that's worth your time. Because if you're constantly searching, you're going to lower your standards so much that you're going to you know, be like me and find yourself in a situation where you're like, wait, I don't even like you, you know? So I think really just like sitting back and being like, okay, like, what is it I'm missing? Am I missing like love? Am I missing like companionship and like being able to try and just like be there with yourself? Like I recently had all of my girlfriends over for like a week and we were just together having so much fun for the whole week. And we're like, wait, we haven't even like thought about wanting a partner like this whole time it really just shows that I think a lot of times like your loneliness can kind of get the best of you so you have to really focus on just making yourself happy you know and like not try so hard to look for someone and like again if they like you they will put in the time and effort so don't chase anyone that is like my biggest advice if you're really like like someone and they and you don't know how they're feeling like focus on yourself <laughs> don't chase only attract mm-hmm, exactly, exactly yeah i think yes. that's really great advice because i think when people are actively trying to look and then it just never really works out i think things are supposed to naturally gravitate towards you and happen they're meant to exactly exactly Jasmine, that was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for <laughs> for being on the show and for sharing your your adventures and your wisdom and and wishing you all the best out there. And yeah, have oh, a great of one. Of course, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. You were great. Uh, Seriously. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. Be, be sure to swing by and uh, rate the show. Leave us a review. We love positive reviews, of course. By leaving a review, you'll help everybody know about the show so that we can keep growing and keep sharing this this awesome message. Um, even if you hated the show, leave us some <laughs> feedback so we can continue to grow and iterate and uh, and keep yeah and keep making adjustments. Of course, if you want to be featured on the show, visit dirtondating.com/single to introduce yourself. We always need more amazing stories and uh, different points of view. So come on, introduce yourself share your story, and don't be shy. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe, talk dirty, and we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.